1: Hello, hello! It is Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. I'm uh, I'm a little uh, on the injured reserve today here on the show uh, because something happened to me last night, and I didn't know if I could carry on the show today. But I am valiantly. Want to know what it is? Sorry. Sure. Yes. <laughs> Jump in there anytime you I want. I thought you were just going to
2: offer it, throw it out no, there.
1: Well, I was going to offer it, but I thought it'd be better if people were yearning to know what it is. Okay? Well, you're yearning. All right. Are you yearning? Okay. Here I am, sound asleep, like this, really sleeping. And I, I got into a dream that I was at the airport. Uh, this is true. Well, everything I'm telling here. I was at the airport. And I was sitting next to a couple of guys who were also at the airport who were saying, yeah, uh, not at our airport. I was coming home. They're saying, yeah, looking forward to seeing Buffalo. So I'm thinking, hey, I could be an ambassador to Buffalo. Why don't I give them my card and and say, you know, if I can show you around town, buy you a nice dinner, you're going to love Buffalo, here's my card. That's what I plan to do. However, while I was getting my card out of my wallet, I looked over, and they were stealing out of my luggage. The, the two people I was going to give the card to were stealing from me. I became furious, not that that's never happened before, uh, but I, w- I was so furious, I leaped, and now this is prove it's a dream, I leaped over the chairs. Now I would have to take a cab around the chairs, but I leaped over the chairs and started wailing on these two guys. And, and uh, one, one punch, obviously because it's a dream, you're not at your best. One punch landed on the, on the chair and creamed my finger. At that point, Bernadette woke me up because I was, I was apparently flailing my arms and yelling and swearing. Uh, all of these things all at once. So my, fi- my little finger must have hit the nightstand. Uh, and so I, I got a boo-boo. I got a little boo-boo. You ever have a a a dream where you? I had one once where I knocked a lamp over and broke it.
2: I remember that.
1: Remember that? Yes. A nice glass lamp. You were going through a
2: period that time. You were having a lot of crazy dreams that were waking you up, and a lot of them seemed like you were, you know, like you just described, uh, being in uh, an altercation of some sort.
1: Yeah, I'm in it. I'm fighting. I'm I'm angry. I'm mad. Maybe because I saw that picture of the fighter. Uh, there, there was a fight going on somewhere in the world, and they said this guy has a nasty Mike Tyson-type punch. Ooh. He nearly beheaded the guy he, he was um, fighting, and I think he did it within the first 30 seconds of the fight.
2: Is that the guy who retired after the fight? Yep, exactly. Okay.
1: Yeah? Man, he looked nasty in that picture, I can tell you that. Well, this Justin Taste of Buffalo is going to have to taste next year because it's been canceled. Taste of Buffalo canceled. All of these big events. The only one we haven't heard from off the top of my head that I know of uh, is uh, Drew Serza with WingFest. But Taste of Buffalo has been canceled. Now, here's something that hasn't been canceled. It's going on as schedule. A birthday. We have a birthday boy today. Yes, we do. And his name is Dan Nevreth. Dan Nevreth, the birthday boy. We'd like to wish him a very happy birthday. I got to thinking, I've known him all these years, all of these years, side by side. We were working together, playing basketball together, and I'm thinking, he's not much, but he's got nice kids. Uh, if you really think about it, without Dan neverth we would not have Dan neverth Jr. Uh, without Dan neverth we wouldn't have Darren Nevereth. Without Dan neverth we wouldn't have Dino nevereth Without Dan Neverth we wouldn't have Dave Neverth And without Dan Neverth we wouldn't have Jermichael Neverth. <laughs> 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 the unknown Neverth. Uh, he doesn't come to any of this, uh, the family events or anything, uh, but it, it, it is Dan Nevereth's birthday today. So, guys, are you up for a uh, little tune here? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. All right, let's, uh, let's get on, on the right <clears throat> pitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty good. Buzz, you sound like you're having a colonoscopy. This is a, <laughs> this is a song. We're supposed to be, uh, you know, uh, our good friend Dan Neverth needs a job, by the way. Okay, ready? Mm, happy birthday to you. Pick it up. Happy birthday to you. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Birthday, day, dear, day. Day. <laughs> Happy birthday, Happy birthday to you. If I dare, we'll be back right after this. You know, we always have these uh, stories about things that are terrible. Uh, this is something good. Uh, it's uh, from the New York Times out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Jose Nunez Ramans uh, was uh, headed to, uh, to the bank to deposit some money so that he could buy socks online for his grandfather. He became a hero next because he was standing in line in the designated place at the ATM in Albuquerque. When I first saw it, I kind of stared at it for a few seconds, not knowing what it is, he said. He said, I was very shocked. I was very shocked because it was a plastic bag, and when he opened it, it was full of money. And when we say full of money we mean full of money. It had $135,000 in it. And it was set, uh, instead of being where you would normally set it to make a deposit, apparently whoever had it had more than one deposit and set this down on the side. And that's where it was. So what he did, he's a, a young guy, he's um, uh, what, 19 years old, and he wants to be a detective. He wants to go to college and be, uh, be a detective. First thing he did is he took pictures of it, uh, smart. Then he called the police, and the police came, and uh, they they took the money. I might have asked for a receipt, but uh, <laughs> so they took the money, uh, and uh, also uh, took his name and address. Uh, he got a special award from the mayor, uh, and uh, he's several uh, the the ballpark minor league ballpark says you can throw out the first ball. Uh, He said he never had any any thoughts about keeping it. The family was very humble. Uh, It was amazing to watch. Uh, This is the cop talking. There's a greater good there. Uh, They weren't blown away by Jose's uh, actions, but everybody else was, because uh, most people, I think, would have kept it uh although uh i can i think i can honestly say i would not have kept it how about you guys would you have kept the money or not
2: no it's it wasn't mine i wouldn't have kept it
1: yeah how about you buzzy
0: yeah i believe in karma and you get the good karma if you do what's right
1: plus uh the thought is that there's probably a camera (laughs)
0: exactly (laughs) somebody's watching you wasn't gonna say that that kind of
1: guides our good deeds doesn't it huh (laughs) Uh, it with a camera or without a camera uh, that might uh, – but here's the kicker. Uh, that was Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo did not give him a reward. Oh. Oh, right. I mean, right.
2: That's not right.
1: No, I know it's not right. It's definitely not right. But, boy, does that set a bad example. The guy he saves you $135,000, which you would have to make up somewhere, and you don't even give him a reward? But the city was very good uh, to him, uh, having a, a special ceremony and all that. Uh, but the bottom line is uh, the people whose money it was didn't give him a reward. If that was my money, I'd have probably given them, uh, I'm thinking, $5,000. What, what would you have done, Tony? At
2: least a nice, crisp one. I mean, I'm telling you, I would go all out.
1: Well, I would give him a crisp one, except that's what I put in the homemade card for Nevereth. A, a nice crisp one like my grandmother used to do.
2: Don't spend it all in one place. Yeah,
1: that, that, you ever notice that your grandmother, not a one, but she used to give you like a five. I used and, to get
2: a check for a, got a five. Check from your grandmother? Yeah, f- no, from my aunt. She wouldn't even go. She'd give us a check for $5.
1: Ever since you demanded a fingerprint (laughs) uh, on your last birthday. uh, No, I remember $5. My grandmother, my aunt, all of my aunts, actually, and my grandmother, it was $5. But that was it. That was maximum. Did not get any more than that. Buzzy, how much would you give them? What I give for the reward,
0: it would be a uh, you know something that would make the person know that their deed was appreciated. Yeah, that made them think that hey, you know what? Maybe next time I should I shouldn't. You know, especially we're talking about Wells Fargo, who hasn't had the best
1: PR the last few years. You know what I love? Uh, guys who uh, drive. Oh, yeah, pardon me, I gotta move, move my chair a little bit. Guys that drive armored cars mm-hmm. invariably leave them unlocked when they're going in to have coffee <laughs> <Yeah>. and money, <laughs> money falls out of the back of them.
2: How the hell does that happen? Yeah,
1: I mean, really. Yeah, I don't know about you, but if I was carrying a bag with $135,000 in it, I would be very, very careful, or I wouldn't be able to get that car I've been wanting. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine walking in the bank with hundred and thirty-five grand in cash, and saying, uh, yes, uh, thank you. Deposit it. Uh, they don't ask for an ID. I guarantee you that.
2: I'd like to walk into a dealership with that much money.
1: <laughs> That'd be very, very cool. Have it have it, uh, pasted all over your body. <laughs> and, and say, how much you want for this car? An arm and a leg? <laughs> <laughs> Here, I'll start stripping. Exactly. So how about the weekend? Uh, I heard you say, Buzzy, that you actually got stuck in the snow. We were uh, walking Tucker, that's the dog, to uh, the mailbox.
0: We were going to get our mail on Friday, and, you know, right after we turned the corner leaving our apartment, it is just white-out conditions. You would have thought it was, you know, the beginning of January, not May 8th at the time. Uh, and by the time we got back to the apartment, Tucker had a nice uh, coating of snow on him.
1: So you actually have a dog named Tucker? Yes.
0: Yes. Well, it's okay. Katie's dog
1: named Tucker. Okay, Katie has a dog named Tucker. Uh, is she well-bred? Tucker? Yeah.
0: Tucker's a beautiful bred dog, yes.
1: Okay, so you know who her mother is? Um, I guess, yes. Okay, that's good. I just wanted to check. It is a uh, beach and company. I missed the joke. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> Sorry, I, I can't do these uh, these jokes and make them too obvious. I have to have a little surprise in them. <laughs> oh, oh man! All right, I'm all right now. I'm, I'm good now. Are you sure? I think so. This is uh, this is Father Tucker over here.
2: <laughs> oh man. I hope you had a good weekend. (laughs) I did.
1: I I did, especially since...
2: Did you get out of the house at all?
1: (laughs) No, I did not. I did not get out of the house. I've only been out of the house twice uh, in eight weeks. uh, And uh, both times, I was in the car the whole time. Didn't even get out of the car. So I'm a... uh, um, uh, Hopefully... I'm uh, as far away from it as I can get. Did you guys uh, go out for anything?
2: We do. We go out every weekend. We go for a ride. Uh, Saturday, I got to participate in the drive-by birthday. One of the uh, kids that I coach, it was his birthday. Last year, he missed his birthday because he was in the hospital oh. this year with COVID. So his mom arranged for us to uh, do a drive-by. and oh, nice. That was neat, beeping our horns and signs nice. and things like that. And then... uh me, Jeannie, and the family took a ride. We went to this place called Bond Lake in Lewiston, Bond, uh, Lower I'm Mountain Road.
1: From, I'm not familiar with
2: it. I wasn't either. Home. It was just uh, just something to do. I mean, it's you know not nothing spectacular, but it was uh, an interesting ride, part of Lewiston I had not been to before. Then uh, stopped, pick up some dinner on our way home, and it was a nice day.
1: Good, good. And now you guys are both college football fans. Yes, with the head of the NCAA says that if there are no students on campus there are no athletes on campus and uh, without athletes on campus there is no football so what do you think Uh, is that just a a shot over the bow that he does not think that there will be a college football season this year? What do you think?
2: Yeah, and many of the university press presidents have told uh, Vice President Pence that and they're not going to play in stadiums uh, without crowds. No empty stadiums for them, so it's not looking good for college football. But then as Joe and I were talking last week, that there's mixed messages going out of some that are saying, well, yeah, we think that we could do it if we maybe we have a delayed start. We could have maybe the SEC start playing first. So I don't know who to believe leave anymore
1: well just think if they if they had the social distance thing going on with the bills game you're sitting in this seat to the left of you it's got to be six feet away that's at least two seats so that's two seats to the left two seats to the right two seats in front and two seats in back that's eight seats for one paying customer you think that's good that's good business i mean think of it like that if you if you did the math you'd find out that that's not many people uh, so I don't know I don't know if they'll do that or not All right. when we come back, no more jokes about his dog we will get on to the business at hand which has to do with the coronavirus we're back after this
0: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
1: Alrighty, it is Beach and Company, and I'm Sandy Beach. We got a lot to talk about today. I'm telling you, we are overloaded. Our plate is full, and we uh, want to talk to you about uh, some of this, uh, uh, some of these things now. My first question is uh, more like a declarative statement. The workplace, when all this is over, is going to look maybe significantly different. Uh, as I've been reading a lot of things on how they project the workplace is going to look, not just on how far you are from your ne- from your uh, brother or sister employee, but basically uh, as as companies find out that you know. I'm getting a good productivity out of uh, employees who are working at their home, away from the office or away from the plant. And uh, it's probably, you know, I, I figured it out. I've had my financial gurus work on this. It's probably cheaper for us. Plus, in big cities, think about it like this. In Buffalo, we're lucky. We're a decent-sized city, but it doesn't take too long. Alan Harris uh, very seldom says, you know, it's bumper-to-bumper forever. Occasionally, but not often. But if you lived in L.A. or if you lived in Houston, uh, it, it's incredibly bad traffic. So you might spend two hours going to work. When I worked in San Francisco, I, I took uh, my car to the BART station, uh, take the BART into San Francisco, and then either get on a cable car or a bus, depending on what, what was there first. I uh, commuted an hour and a half each way each day, so that's three hours, okay? Well, if you've seen the L.A. traffic or if you've ever driven in it, it's even worse than that. It might be two hours each way for you to go to work and come back. That's productivity lost. In other words, all you're doing is burning gasoline, Uh, and and, uh, it's time out of your life that you have to spend – being two feet from the car in front of you and, and the car in back of you is two feet from you. Uh, so that is time uh, not well spent. And if they, f- if they figure out that you're better off working for them at your house, that's where you're going to be. And I'm thinking, uh, Tony and Buzzy, I'd like your opinion. I'm thinking, uh, I, I don't know what Intercom is thinking. Um, I think the only people who know what Intercom's thinking are people at Intercom, okay, at, at headquarters. Uh, but I'm thinking that they're not going to rush us back into the studio. First of all, they're pretty conservative, so not, they don't want to be the first one back in. And uh, as long as the audio quality is there, uh, you do lose something. Uh, we don't have quite the same connection, the three of us, as we have in the studio that we, that we have at home, because we can't see each other, okay? Okay. Uh, but do you guys think that there's uh, any chance that they'll keep us out here a long time or not?
2: Oh, it's definitely going to be a long, longer than we had hoped for. Let's put it that way.
1: Okay. How about you, Buzzy?
0: Yeah. I mean, we're already longer than I had hoped for. But, yeah, I think you're going to see most people back to work everywhere else before you start seeing the process here. And it will be a slow phase process here because we work in such a close proximity of everybody. You know, I mean, we walk out of the studio, we're in the sales pit.
1: Yeah, and think about it like this. If they send us home like we are now, and the salespeople, if they send the salespeople to their homes, uh, they may not need brick-and-mortar building. Um, if so, it could be a lot smaller, uh, so you, they could save a lot of money there. I think those, those calculations are probably already uh, at corporate headquarters. We are a giant company. Uh, and uh, we we are part of CBS. CBS is part of us. So we're uh, human, uh, and we are uh, radio.com, okay? Uh, so the bottom line, if they figure out it's cheaper to do that, that's what they'll do. Uh, I'm convinced of it. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, I originally said I, d- I didn't want to uh, come out here. I didn't have much of a choice. They said, well, that's where the microphone's going to be, so it's a good idea if you were there. Uh, so, uh, they set me up, and, and I don't mind this at all, but I still prefer uh, being in the studio with you guys because simply I think it's a better show. Uh, it's more work for, uh, uh, for uh, the engineers, certainly, setting this stuff up, but it's worked pretty well. Uh, but uh, it's, not as, uh, it's not ideal, but it's good. I think it's good. And it's the same on television. Are you guys getting the same reaction that I am? It, maybe it's because we're broadcasters. Uh, it's the overlap on the delay on television where they start, they ask a question, and before they can finish, the first person asks another question, and then <laughs> they both, ha- it's like a four-way stop sign. You guys feel that and see it when you're watching TV? Yeah, that's
2: very annoying, and I'm starting to get into that on Saturdays. We do a Zoom show, and there's a little bit of a delay in there. It's extremely annoying, both as the broadcast, from the broadcaster's perspective, and from the viewer slash listener.
1: Yeah, almost all the broadcasts have that. Have you noticed it, Buzzy? Yeah, uh, I'm telling you, I
0: I, I said this like a few weeks ago, but I am really getting sick of seeing people's living rooms. Like, it was cool for the first month. And, Sandy, we've noticed it here. You know, as you said, when we're all in studio together, we can look at you and you, you know, kind of orchestrate who talks when and and you give us cues. Without that, we've noticed it. We talk over each other or we start asking something while one person's finishing it i mean like you said it's not ideal it works but you can definitely tell the difference between a studio show on tv or radio uh and a non-studio remote show
1: yeah and i think we're all in agreement with that so i'm asking this question Uh, because the workplace is uh different now and probably will stay different for some of you some of us maybe do you prefer to work at home in other words, you may be working at home. You've always dreamed of working at home. The old joke about being in your pajamas—you uh, uh, know, gee, I can, I can, uh, I can do my show in my pajamas. Uh, what it's doing in my pajamas, I'll never know. Thank you, Groucho Marx. Okay, uh, I'm not in my pajamas, but I'm in uh, sweats, and you know how I like to dress up for the studio, with a tie and a crisp white shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I don't prefer to work here. I can work here, and I am working here, and it's not bad at all. Uh, it's better than I thought it was going to be. But I'd like to know from you, do you prefer to work at home? Uh, one of the things they suggest, they said is that with some people who have kids or a kid, uh, it, the kid would have to be manageable. Instead of having to pay for extra schooling or pay for a babysitter while you come into work, could be in the same building as long as you had access to your work and your work didn't suffer, it might be beneficial because you could save some money by not having to hire somebody to watch your kid when you're in the house uh, doing your work. You can keep an eye on the kid at the same time. It's not an ideal situation, but it could work. So do you prefer to work at home or not? Now, fans in the stands, uh, Mark Cars, uh, Mark what a little bundle of joy he is, isn't he? Uh, what was it, yesterday, I think, he, when he said, uh, for those of you thinking uh, the stands are going to be filled with cheering, no, forget it, Charlie. <laughs> There's no chance that's going to happen. As a matter of fact, we don't want it to happen. What if you're driving there and a coconut falls on your head? Simply because you had to be the first one in your neighborhood to watch the game. It's only a game. Don't you understand that? My God. Yeah. Polling cars could use a little a little sweetening, don't you think?
0: <laughs> yeah. He
1: must, what yeah. He was must that have from wa- Stripes?
2: Lighten up, Francis. <laughs>
1: he must have wowed him at the Nuremberg trials. <laughs> I mean, my God. Uh, but anyway, I uh, want to ask. Uh, if if you think fans will be allowed, that's the first part of this question, in the stadium. If they are allowed, will you go? And I think that's one of our uh, test questions today. And when will you go? In other words, let me answer it. I I don't think fans will be allowed, because it's too much work and effort for nothing. If you uh, if you have to have uh, the the distance uh, between the fans, and think about it like that, you can't even have a color guard or a halftime show with the people close. Those bands are always close together and stuff like that. I don't think they'll be allowed. If uh, and I haven't gone to a game in in a while because it's not what I uh, I like anymore. But will you go? And and when would you go? I think I'd wait at least a full season before I would go if I wanted to go. Okay? Uh, let's see. Uh, Tony, answer it first. Will fans be allowed? Would you go? And when would you go?
2: I think fans are going to be allowed, but it's going to be, like we've talked about before, uh, not as many, You know, proper spacing. For me, I would not go. I have no interest. I'm not the pers- type of person that wants to be in big crowds anyway, so uh, well, if, no. If
1: you, if you needed eight seats... Two to the right, two to the left, two to the front, two to the back. That's eight seats uh, for one paying customer. You can't do that. No. Plus, plus uh, okay, you want to go and you want to take the two kids and Jeannie. Well, scrub Jeannie, but you want to take the two kids. Uh, <laughs> you want to take the two children. You can't sit them that far away from you. That's
2: right. That's right. I didn't even think about that aspect yeah, of it.
1: Yeah, can you imagine one kid uh, six feet over there and another kid six feet over there, 12 feet apart? And, you know, uh, people love the, uh, the, the high fives and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. No, no, you wouldn't be able to do any of that. Yeah. You'd have to jump on separate tables that were at least six feet apart. In order to make a fool of yourself. (laughs) Yes, exactly. There's a lot of things you couldn't do in a traditional game. Even the line for the beer. Even the line for the restroom.
2: The restroom's usually packed.
1: Yeah, one can only imagine how they would measure off how far you are supposed to be from the guy in front of you. I don't think that little footprint is going to cut it because if you got to go, you got to go. <laughs> uh, so there's a lot of things that I, I don't think would happen. How about you, Buzzy? You think they'll be allowed, and if so, would you go? And if you would go, when would you go? Would you go at the middle of the season, the beginning of the season, end of the season, what? You know,
0: I see how they're spreading fans out now in Taiwan baseball. They're getting a few in the stadium. I mean, we see things starting to reopen overseas. I mean, three months from now, maybe they there will be. I do think there will be fans at the stadium. Sandy, you know me. I'll put my mask on. I'll put my gloves on. I'll put whatever I have to. I'll be there uh, if I'm one of the lucky ones to be in the, um, minimum capacity that's allowed. Uh, but you know, in May, is that statement really necessary? You know, we're all stuck at home. We've got nothing to do. Could you at least give us hope, give us something to look hope. forward to
1: <laughs> hope to Mark Polon is that on your way to the stadium, you don't get hit with a coconut on your head. I mean, that's about it. He's not, he's not one to offer a lot of hope. Let's put it that way. All right. One word answer. Then I'll go to the break. The COVID vaccine, if it shows up, would you get it? Yes or no? Yes. Yes to Tony. Yes. Yes and yes to me, all three of us. Uh, We're yes men, the three of us. We'll take a break and return on News Radio 930 WBEN. We're talking about uh, several things here. Do you prefer to work at home? If you are working at home and you you finally got, uh, you thought about, gee, it'd be really good if I could work from home. I could save some commute time. I could save the cost of gasoline, depending on where you worked. I could you could save the cost of finding a uh, parking space and paying for one. I mean, there are some advantages uh, certainly to uh, working at home. Uh, there's a restroom nearby, only steps away. You can snack while you're working. There's a lot of advantages as long as you can do the job. Uh, so I'm asking if you prefer it. I kind of prefer the uh, the studio setup. But I, I, this is fine. I mean, uh, as long as the audio is good, this works. It works, and it, and it works well. Uh, so I, I prefer to be in the studio, but I can certainly uh, stay here, and I'd like to know how you feel about it. Fans in the stands, they were talking about that uh, today with Kathy Hochul too, and uh, want to know if um, uh, if uh, people you think will be allowed to uh, go to the games or will they be without anybody I think they could put crowd noise in, and it'd probably be better than you thought. Uh, Would you go, and when would you go, and uh, if they came up with a virus, a vaccine, would you take it? We'll be back with more after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours